What I want to talk about tonight is a topic which is very obvious, very well known. But it's interesting how many times the Shulchan Aruch comes back to the same idea again and again and again, which is a bit unusual. The Shulchan Aruch doesn't often repeat himself. Uh, sometimes he brings Aruch in more than one place, or sometimes he brings Aruch twice because he wants to build it at the second point. But over here we're going to see a halacha which is central enough that a number of times the Shulchan Aruch comes back, comes back to it uh, again and again. And that is the halacha that a person has to have kavana when they die. Uh, and now what's called kavana and uh, what a person has to do to have kavana is something which the Shulchan Aruch in many of the simanim of Hilchot Tzedah, he comes back to again and again the importance of Kavani and Davini. So for example, he first talks about the fact that a person has to prepare for Davini, and we know that's already a Mishnah. But the Mishnah talks about the Hasidim Harishonim would wait a whole hour before they began to Davin, just to put themselves into the mindset of being able to Davin, to you know, ready themselves to Davini and focus on their Davini. And we call it the Hasidim Harishonim. Which means these are people at a very high level, people who the Gemara says that they'd already learned the Torah, teams, and therefore they could afford to spend an hour before each tefillah uh, focusing on Davin, preparing themselves mentally and emotionally to Davin. And if that's the case, it's not something we'd expect to be as Halach and Amaisa. That's in the category of Chasid Amarishani. But the Shulchan Aruch Haskins and Simon Sadiq Gimel, Yisha Shah Achas Kodim Shulachim Yispalot. So there she comes live in the Mokham. He takes his Gemara and Chassidim Rishonim and he fastens it. A person has to wait a Shah Achas an hour before he davens, because there she comes live in the Mokham. And it's an amazing thing, Shah Achas fastens it. Even though this was, like I said, a Hanhagah of Chassidim, and the Mishnah already points it out. He says that was for Chassidim. For other people, he says, the Shara Am is Dai B'Shah Mu'etis. Not an hour, at least a little bit of time. But there we see the Yisrael, that is, not that people. You're not Hasidim or Potter altogether from this idea. Just uh, an hour is a lot of time. And he said less than that. But the first thing I want to point out is that you see that the Shulchan Aruch uh, quotes the Gemara, which is talking about Hasidim Arishanim as Halacha. He passes it as, as a Halacha. He doesn't bring another tab. It's only the later post can we say that, you know, we can't do that. We can be mistapic with a few, a few moments. A little bit of thought before it. That's the first thing the Shulchan Aruch says. What was the Mishnah trying to teach us? Because of this halacha, then the Shulchan Aruch brings a number of other halachas also, which are referred to the uh, a person's ability to kavan and daven. So, for example, he passes the Gemara, which is also it's a Gemara. You can't argue with that. But it's interesting he passes halacha lemaisa, and the Gemara says that a person shouldn't daven if he's in the middle of something else, because his mind will still be focused on what he was in the, what he was involved in beforehand, and will interfere with his concentration in davening. And therefore he says, the person's in the middle of a din Torah. He shouldn't stop the daven because his mind's still focusing on the halacha and with the different stadium and the arguments for and against. And therefore the halacha is, the person should only be misfile mitah halacha psukah. Which means I've come to a conclusion and I've finished the sukkah and now I've come to a certain clarity. And my mind's no longer churning over the ideas and trying to work it out. Then I have the, the calmness of mind or the presence of mind to daven. Same thing. The, it's also a gemara and this Gemara is passing as well by the Beit Yosef, and that is the person who shouldn't get up to daven, not from an atmosphere of frivolity, it's not an atmosphere which is conducive to davening afterwards, and it's either the, the, the light banter or the jokes that a person that just heard would interfere with the ability to now focus on the seriousness of davening, 
and therefore here also a person shouldn't dive in any of these things. And he says that's why we have uh, Ashrei, for example, before Mincha, because that distracts, that puts a person in the right frame of mind to dive. He thinks about Hashem's Chesed to us, Hashem Hashem is called and therefore that puts him in the frame of mind which is necessary for Tfilah. And therefore the first thing we see is that, like we said, the Basilisif, the importance he gives to, the importance he gives to having Kavana in Dabri. And preparing for Dabri, the person of Kavana. The second thing he brings... Why don't people not making jokes before Dabri? A lot of people don't waste an hour before. It's the same question. It's a good question. Now the next thing, when the Basilis comes the second time, that was Simon Tzadik Gimel. He comes back to us again in Simon Tzadik Ches. And there he talks about the importance of having Kavan in Davini. And a person has to prepare himself and think he's standing in front of Hashem. And therefore, he says, Halach again, Any other distort which would disturb him in Davening, he has to deal with it before he davens. He has to make sure that when he comes to Davening, there's nothing else on his mind, there's nothing else that he's worried about or thinking about, because that's going to interfere with his Davening. And then he says, again, They got to a very high level close in the book, by focusing on their davening and separating themselves from anything physical before they daven. Okay, so that's the... And therefore, he says again, the person before he starts davening has to focus on the greatness of Hashem and uh, the importance of davening, so that it puts a person in the right frame of mind to daven. Now, the next thing he says is, therefore, if a person is not allowed to daven in a place where there's something which is going to move out of this kavana, or at a time it's something going to move out of this kavana, in a time or at a place where he knows there's going to be something which is going to interfere with his kavana. So therefore he says, for example, in a room where there's a very strong odor. Now it's not a bad odor which makes the asset to daven, but it's a very strong smell. For example, the example I give is in a brewery. So there's a very strong smell of, of alcohol. It's beer. Right. It's a beer. It's not alcohol, it's like a beer smell. A beer smell. Or any other or any other strong smell which is going to interfere with the person's kavana, you shouldn't dive in there. It's going to interfere with his concentration. I'm going to add the the Shachan doesn't give us example, but the post can do in a place where there's a noise which is going to disturb him. That's that's a dive when there's like a music playing in the background and it's going to interfere with his diving. That's also what if you don't have a choice, you're by a chasana or you're in a so the 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 Shulchan Aruch asks that a person shouldn't daven. He says he shouldn't daven in a place where there's something which is going to interfere with his kavana. But then he says, Today we aren't careful not to daven because of that, because we don't really think we're going to have such a high level of kavana anyway. But the ikadin that he brought was that yes, no, that's all Shulchan Yes, right. But but the ikadin that Shulchan Aruch holds that uh, in a place where a person knows he's going to get disturbed, it's better not to die. Because you're not going to be able to have Kavana in Dabi. So in time for Mincha, you just don't? So you have to, well, you're honest. What can you do? I'm not, I'm not going to be able to die in like this. It's not better Now, to... we hold that. We hold that because anyway we don't hold we have Kavana properly. So then, we may know it's better off to die and have, have done the Tfilim. But in my Simikradin, he says, and then the, the Mishabura says an extra point to this. Is it's not even an external distraction. If a person's in a bad mood, he's angry about something, the example of the Mishnah Bura, he shouldn't daven, because that, that's, he's going to disturb his daven. Now, does that mean that he shouldn't daven at all? No, that we said, the Shachmanov says also that today, to say that we shouldn't daven at all, we're not going to say it, because we don't, we don't hold ourselves having such kavana. But, but, if a person thinks, I'll be able to daven later without this distraction, then he has to wait. 
In other words, right now I can catch the early mincha, but there's a, they're doing road work outside. There's a tremendous amount that's going to disturb me. Okay, so maybe I have to go to a later minion where there's a different shul where there isn't going to be a distraction because the Sukhnaf just said that I can't miss Tfilah because I don't have Kavan. But if I'm back to Dublin or a place where I'm not going to miss the Tfilah and I want the distraction, it seems that he doesn't have to do that. Which again is a big Hiddish, but uh, he doesn't come to a bigger Kula than that. His Kula is just that you can't miss Tfilah altogether because you don't think you're going to have Kavan. What about Kavan? What about um, Tfilah at Seaboard? In other words, I'll miss the feel of the Is it worth missing the feel of the tzibur in order to have kavanah later on? So we're going to come to a similar halacha, which in a few minutes we'll talk about. When, he, when here he doesn't talk about feel of the but we'll see the next time. The Shulchan brings the next time around, he'll talk about feel of the What's the difference between a person who won't be able to daven any other way in the times of the mechaber and us all the time? Because we feel that we're anyway not going to be able to daven with kavanah, so better to daven in a matzah of no kavanah, then not to daven at all. Right. Whereas in the times of Mechaber, the Rav is explaining that he preferred that a person shouldn't daven at all to not daven without kavanah. No, he didn't say that. that. That was even before the Mechaber. He says that the Mechaber itself says, Va'achshot, you know, in his own time, it's better to daven even without kavanah than not daven at all. But I understand the difference between what was and what 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 is. What was it? Because what was before. Because it, so it was what, a question of missing davening. So we're going to get to the last point. And that is the third time the Shachnarach comes to that. And that is Sunil Kufal. And he says the third time. And his final Tzarev Shri Yisrael. The person doesn't have Kavana. And he says, if he doesn't have Kavana even in Avos, which is the first person of Baruch Hashem Yisrael, the acts of his father, you won't Yotze, Daven again. And if that's the case, if he holds that if Daven without Kavana means you're not Yotze, so then what's the point of Daven when I'm not going to have Kavana? I'm Daven in a way I'm not going to be Yotze. And therefore he holds an Ikaradim. If you know you're not going to have Kavana, don't daven, because you're not going to be able to davening anyway. He says afterwards, the Akshat, today, so uh, a person should still daven rather than not daven. Why? Because our expectation for ourselves in Kavana is low. And therefore, what he says is that if you don't have Kavana, you won't go to have to daven again. Um, today we'll define it in a, a less of a Kavana, and we're going to talk about it in a moment, what that means. And therefore, that brings us to the, like the story that the Mechavah holds, Davening needs kavana. If it's called a vodeshe belev, then it means it needs the lev. And if a person is not going to do that, he's not going to be able to davening. And therefore, maker adin, if a person didn't, shouldn't set himself up for failure, he shouldn't daven in a case where, where he's busy thinking about something else, or the situation is such that it's going to interfere with him, because then he's just setting up circumstances where he's not going to be able to have kavana, and he's not going to be able to fail. Now, the halacha the maestra, Again, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that therefore if a person knows he didn't have Kavan and Daven, he has to Daven again. We don't Paskin like that. The Ramah argues. And the Ramah says, not because he argues with the principle, but he says the reason why we don't go back again is because you're not guaranteed you're going to have Kavan in the second time round either. So what are you gaining? And therefore, in Kain Lama Yaksa, why should you go back and Daven again if you're not guaranteed the second time is going to be better? Now, that's a pella. It makes no sense, the Ramah. If a person will come to us, I often ask this question. If a person will come to us and say, I forgot you out of the oven, what should I do? So we'll tell him, dive in again. You won't yet say. He says, listen, I know myself, I'm probably going to forget next time too. So I'm going to tell him, okay, then forget about it. No, remind yourself, you have to dive in. You haven't dive in yet. So make a sign, put, a, put your finger on the place, don't move it, and, and dive in again, say, out of the oven. What's the idea that Ramal says, we know, next time you probably don't have to want to eat this, so then just, okay, forget about it. But I haven't dive in yet. I wasn't yet, so. The Ramah is not arguing with the din. He's not saying that I am yet to that Kavana. 
He's saying, it's true you're not Yosef Kavana, but what can you do about it? Next time you're going to have Kavana. So, so, so what's that? I'm going to be not Yosef Shemir Yosef, at least I should try. So it's like a cash in the Ramah. And even though the Akronim all try and find ways to get around this Ramah. That if he has a reason why the person was in the Chavah, and the reason is not yet the second time, maybe it's different. Or if there's another factor which you can add in and make it fix the Dabba, whatever it is to try and find ways to allow a person to Dabba the second time, because they're all the same problem. He wasn't Yotze. He hasn't Dabba. And if that's the case, what's the idea of telling him not to Dabba again? But even having said that, the man said nobody is going to come out and push against the Ramah. In other words, no one's going to say, if a person says, I didn't have Kavana, I know I wasn't thinking. I haven't had Kavana, should I Dabba again? No one's going to, no, we don't find any place that he argues before it with the Ramah. Even though it's a very strange thing. Because we'll say, yes, it's true, you won't, you say, but we don't want to talk about it. Now, what's the kavanah that a person has to have? What's the kavanah that a person has to have? So it's very famous, Machlaikas uh, between the Chaim Briska and the Chazmish. This is the first Chaim in the Sefer. It's a very famous Chaim, and the key to the Chazmish argument. The Chaim holds that there's two different kavanahs when it comes to that. He says the one kavanah is to have kavanah about what a person says. And as I'm thinking what I'm saying, and therefore I'm having Kavana on the words. I'm having Kavana on the words I'm davening. That's one, that's one din of Kavana. This is the second din of Kavana, and that is Kavana that I'm davening. And as the fact that I'm standing in front of Hashem and davening to Him, that's, uh, that's also a Kavana. And I have to have the, 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 my focus on the Kavana and the fact that I'm, I mean, I'm in front of Hashem. We have to have the whole davening. That's what he calls the etzim tefillah. I know that I'm davening. So to have kavana on what I'm saying is the second point, but the first point has to be kavana that I'm davening. He's been from a Rambam, that the Rambam holds that there's a certain kavana which a person has to have the whole of davening, and that is that the person's davening. And the reason Rechayim explains for the Ramdas, he says, because uh, the halacha is that if a person does a maizah mitzvah, misasek, which means I don't think I'm doing the mitzvah, I didn't do it. But if, if, for example, uh, if... if uh, a person, let's say, is moving boxes around in circus. And he picks up a box and puts it down and says, Oh, by the way, there was aluminium in that box. He's not yet picking up the aluminium. He wasn't trying to do it. Or somebody, the commissioner says, The person heard the shofar, but he wasn't thinking it's a shofar. He heard noise in the background. Uh, he wasn't concentrating on the mitzvah, or thinking I'm doing a mitzvah even. Misasek, I wasn't trying to do the mitzvah, not yet. He has to do it again. And they have to do it again. Says if a person standing and not thinking I'm standing in front of Hashem, then I'm, I'm misasek on the mitzvah tzvidah. The idea of Tefillin means I know I'm davening to Hashem. If I don't think I'm davening to Hashem, then that's a kind of a misasik. I, I, uh, I wasn't doing the action of Tefillin. So the only reason why I'm standing here... Rechaim is side, and therefore Rechaim says that's ma'akim. If a person to attach, you don't do the ma'asim mitzvah. And the Chaznish argues, if you do, like Rehazi said, the Chaznish argues, and he says it's not true, it's not misasik. Because the fact that I'm standing and bending and doing whatever I'm doing means I'm, I'm trying to the mitzvah. I'm not thinking about the mitzvah. I'm not having kavana for the mitzvah. But if you ask, if you stop and ask me, what are you doing right now? I think about it. I say, oh, I'm diving for an answer. I'm not misasik. I know what I'm doing. I'm just not thinking about it. So like I said, it's a very famous machlekes between uh, Chaznish and Rechaim Briska. What together of the mitzvah of kavana and tefillah is. Rechaim is being mechadish a big chiddish. And he's saying, if I wasn't thinking that I'm doing a mitzvah, I'm misasik. And it's Asik's not yet. But either way around, he also agrees that there's an Indian, besides the thinking about what I'm saying, there's an Indian to think that I'm diving into Hashem. And once again, that's the Shachanar. When the Shachanar talks about Kavana in Tefillah, the Shachanar talks about the fact that I know that I'm standing in front of Hashem. And the, the preparation that the Chassidim did for an hour, which the, the Shachanar thinks is so important for us, is also to thank them standing in front of Hashem.
Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. The importance that uh, that's given to the fact that a person has to uh, have kavanah and tabernacle, and therefore for sure, if what a person can do in a positive sense, in order to make sure that he's dining in a place or in a, in a way where he'll have kavanah, that a person has to do. What changed between the time? Good question. So it comes to that point you see that there was a period of time when people were meant to have kavanah, and kavanah was ma'akev, and therefore they had to daven, and only daven in a play, in a way where they would have kavanah. And if they didn't, they have to dive in again. And then we see that there seems to be a shift. That today we don't really consider ourselves that capable of having kavana, and therefore we're not makbid to make sure that there's nothing else in our minds, or there's nothing else which is going to interfere with us having kavana before we start, because we don't have such a high expectation of our dhavana. And then Zurama, we say that if we know we didn't have kavana, okay, we're still going to go back, because we don't, we don't convince ourselves that we're, going to, we're not convinced we're going to have kavana the second time either. It would be like two, now, friends, two friends talking. Now. So the answer is that, uh, that uh, again, to say when was when did this change? In other words, uh, the are already bringing that today things are different, but they didn't make up themselves. The Ramon's quoting the Torah, uh, the Shachonarach uh, is also, not his, his quoting Rishonim. So when, when exactly do we say that we came to decide that the expectation of Kavan and Tefillah is less, even though we saw that we still pass them. The person has to have kavanah, and kavanah is ma'akiv. So, so what's the insight? So uh, the principle has to be, and that is, uh, for sure we're not on the level of the kavanah that's brought down by the Hasidim Arishani, which again, the Shulch Marech, once again, doesn't just leave this for Hasidim Arishani, he brings in Allah, that they were magim, nispashtus, agashmis, ayatshu magim, karb lemayinus nivu. The Shulch Marech, that kavanah brought them to a level, kemat doimut nivu. Now, of course, we don't have any expectation of, of being able to get to such a level of tefillah. But the answer is, and this is true for everything, and that is, the Torah is Nechayev us to do a mitzvah. Our ability to do the mitzvah is on the same level as previous Torahs? Probably not. I'm sure our Shabbos isn't the Shabbos of the Chavetz Chaim either. And our Torah isn't the Torah of the Vilnagon. But with the Maisim mitzvahs, we still have to do. And if that's the case, as being as tefillah is still a mitzvah, so then we can't not do a mitzvah. We have to do the mitzvah. Okay? But then if that's the case, we have to say that the Maisa Mitzvah, which we Mitzvah when we do. Now the question is, what's the Torah's expectation from us? As far as Kavanah goes, and as far as understanding goes. So of course, and that you're going to say, of course we Mechayiv to try. Of course we Mechayiv to try. But there's never, there's never going to be a Torah that because we can't achieve a certain level of, of our Machshavah, we part from doing the Maisa. At the end of the day, we Mechayiv in the Maisa as, as best we can do it. And therefore what comes out is, we Mechayiv to that. We have to try have kavana too, but if we don't have kavana, that doesn't mean we departed from the mitzvah. We still have to do the mitzvah. But it, all it means is, is that. If, but so we're going to say, did you do the mitzvah? As far as the mitzvah of tefillah goes, I did the mitzvah. Did I have kavana? Well, I would like to have kavana. But if I didn't have kavana, so then do I say that you that you'll have to do the mitzvah again? So then that's what the Ramos says. There's no point in that. If it's to do the mitzvah again the same way you did it the first time, I've done the mitzvah. If it's, the, if it's to do in order to have the kavana, so if I would know that you would be improving something by having kavana the second time around, then I'd say do it again. If I'm not guaranteed of that, then I would say, okay, we can't pass you from the maizim because the Torah is the highway to do the action. We should try our best to do it with the kavana, but if we don't have the kavana, we still ha- we still have to do the maizim. We can't. Be, we, we, that doesn't become something which we can change. That's all the dinim, which therefore, which maybe would be the bidiyavid cases that we spoke about. If a person didn't have kavanah, what should he do? 
oh, then we might, we might, we, we might, so we don't have to repeat the Shunan Asri for that or daven again, but that's what I wanted to get to. All the denim lechatchila, which means things that a person should do in order to ensure that they will have kavana, he should try. Of course, he should try and do. We, we, we still want people to have whatever kavana people can have. And therefore, now like we said a person shouldn't daven in a place or a time when he's going to get disturbed from davening, so then it applies today as well. Similarly, there's a whole similar in Shulchan Aruch, and that is what things a person can't do during davening because they're going to interfere with his kavana. And that halacha applies to us today. We don't say, well, we're going to close shop, and therefore we don't have to be careful of these things because today we're not having kavana. No, the chatechira, we sure want it, still want that kavana, and therefore things which are going to interfere with our davening, we have to be careful of today as well. What are these things? It's a similar sign of is and this is a Gemara again, it's quoting that when a person is davening from Esrei, he's not allowed to hold a safe in his hands, not a, not a knife in his hands, not food in his hands, not money in his hands. Why? Because all these things, if a person is holding on to them, he doesn't want to drop them. He's scared that they're going to break, or in the case of a knife, maybe. He's scared he's going to hurt himself. In all the various cases where a person is scared that I'm, that I'm, I'm and therefore I'll be focused on what I'm holding, so then it's something which he, you're doing, which is going to interfere with your kavana. And therefore the is that a person can't hold anything in his hands when he's davening, because that's something actively which is going to involve his kavana. And therefore we, we don't see there that uh, we don't see there that there's a halacha that today we don't have kavana. hold things in your hand. The lechatchila is the same. We don't want to interfere with our kavana, and therefore here also we're going to uh, we're going to say that a person can't hold things in his hands um, while he's davening. Now, just for a practical example of where this is very negative, you know, there's a minag in Israel, well, a minag, but there's a, for people doing it in Israel on Shabbos morning is to go to the coastal pashachis. But it is, for people who go to the coast, well, they've been in the Pashachis, but apparently there's not enough secretary for all the minyanim to come to the Pashachis. So in different uh, yeshivas or groups of people go, they take a secretary with them, still be able to today. The problem is, when you get to the coast, what are you going to do with the secretary? There aren't enough bimas either. So which means someone has to hold the secretary. So the person holding the secretary can't have it. Because Allah is with first, you know that damage from holding a secretary. Because you're thinking about the secretary, you won't drop it. So you can't dab it. So even though everybody else is dabbing the dominion and dabbing shachs, nights, whatever it is, whoever's holding the Torah, he can't dab it. He has to wait for someone else to finish to hold the Torah, and then he can dab it afterwards. That thing doesn't change. That thing doesn't change. Similarly, in other cases, a person's not allowed to hold things in his hands like we certainly dab it. If it's just these four examples which are brought in the Gemara, and that is food or things which are going to break, or money which is going to get lost, or a safe which doesn't want to drop, or to say everything which a person's holding, because there's still a chashash that he'll, he'll, he'll be thinking about it. It's not like a sakhranim. It's only these four things, like the Shonarab said, it's the Mogan of Ramlands, the Tassis applies to everything, because these are examples of anything a person's holding, and therefore he's scared he's going to drop, um, he's going to be in the same category. He said it's an exception because he needs a davenot. The Shonarab himself says, Mutzalech has a maxed fellas biyadah. He can hold the sit in his hand because that's helping him daven. It's not uh, interfering with his davening. Um, okay, that's uh, so that's one thing which is specifically engineered around the fact that uh, a person can't do something which is going to interfere with uh, interfere with his davening. Something is brought down that if a person knows that he's going to start davening and something is going to happen in the course of the time he's davening, which is going to interfere with him, he's going to have to go out the way. Someone's going to, someone's going to, have to like, talk to him, whatever the case is. So in the he should daven in a case where I know for sure I'm going to get disturbed. Women close himself. 100%. 100%. He knows for sure he's going to get stuck. 
then if that's the case, then a person should make sure that not to do things which are going to disturb him because we still want to have come on. Even if we say we at Briyavid, we're not going to dive in again for that. But of course, the Chachilat is brought down. And al that even when it comes to the second din of Kavana, which means Kavana of what we say, Kavana of what we say, there's another thing in Shulchan Aruch. And the Shulchan Aruch paskans that any tefillah which isn't a common tefillah, a person should go through the tefillah before he davens it, to know what he's going to say. Because otherwise I'm saying words, I don't know what the words mean, Kavana of Kavana. So he says, the regular Shemone Yisrael, and even the Shabbat Shemone Yisrael, which are common, and if people know what they're going to say, and they know what it means, they don't have to prepare it. But any other Twitter which is less common, so it says the person has to sign it the Twitter, which means I have to go through the Twitter beforehand to know what I'm going to say. Now there's a machlekes between the Mephosh and what the Shachon wants. Is the reason because I might forget something, and therefore I have to go through what the Twitter is, so that I remember everything which has to be part of this Twitter. And if that's the case, it's And if that's the case, today where you have everything printed in the Masa, so that it wouldn't be necessary, because I'm just going to read it word for word. It's not like I have to try and remember all the things I have to put together. But the last person can say the reason for it is that you should know what you're going to say, you should understand the words, and then it will apply today as well. In other words, if a person doesn't know the words, and, or doesn't know, and know what the tefillah means, and he has to prepare it in advance, so then he knows what he's going to say. Once the worry doesn't if you don't understand the words. So really the answer is, like we said before, you're right, you should understand the words. And if we don't, so it goes back to the, what we said at the beginning, it's a, man, it's a mitzvah we have to do. So even if, we, if we're going to say we, we don't have kavana today, okay, that's a problem, we should try and fix it up. But the lack of kavana doesn't mean therefore we potter. We hide it. We must do the best we can. We must try and understand it as well. But the, but the argument is taken true. And that's the reason why today, Kimat, all the Ashkenazi shuls, the official shuls for sure, don't say the piyotin. This is in the middle of the four parishes. If you mostly during the back, you see there's a yaitzir for each of the four parishes, and there's a musaf, yaitzirus, musafi, maravius, all kinds of piyotin. Pages and pages. And these are all things which are written by the Rishonim. And today, Kimat, no Litvish Shul said it. The old Yakish Shul said it, but no, no, no Litvish Shul said it. The reason is the Prima Godim. Because the Prima Godim says, what's the point? No one understands what they're saying anyway. So, okay, it's not the Ikat Fila, so then you can, we, can, we can delete it. When it comes to the Ikat Fila, which, which is the Shwana Yasra, that we can't delete, then we have to do our best to understand. Uh, okay, that's the first, uh, that's the first point I want to talk about. The idea of uh, the important thing in Tefillah and how many times the Shulchan Aruch comes back to it again and again and again. And uh, at the same time, even though the Chachidah, we do everything possible that we should be of that Kavana, but at the same time, we understand that we're, uh, today, the likelihood of having Kavana is less. And therefore, Bediyavid, we're going to say that if a person doesn't have Kavana, even though the Ikra didn't really repeat for Nesrei, that we don't do. One last Salah, this is very negative. If there is a person knows that they're very tired. And they know that if they're going to try diving now, they're going to fall asleep. So that's the case. It's more than just not kavana. That could be in Sasek. Because now I don't even know what I'm doing. That's like a person's at a stage where he's not aware of what he's not, His mind's not there. Right. If that's the case, so then for sure, the halakh we said before applies. And that is, if a person would be able to dive in later, and a place should not dive in better, that's what he should do. He should, that's what he should do. If he's going to miss it altogether, no. He should still dive in rather than not dive in. There's a method to do but let's say a person has been out the whole night. So he could dive in it, but he knows he's sleeping. Or I could go to sleep for an hour and then dive in a better shmur answer later. So even though there's a big mind in davening later, it's if you're davening. If a person doesn't think I'm going to stay awake the whole shmur answer, so then you're better off uh, going to sleep for a bit and davening later when a person will be able to daven. That halakha still applies, which means the khatkhila, we try to set up our davening in a way where at least we're going to, it's, pot- it's potentially possible for us to have we're going to try. 
Right, that's what's brought to that. Yeah. 